Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Chicago Bears have been putting in requests to interview other teams' defensive back coach. We're going to talk about what that could mean for the Chicago Bears during this offseason. Also, apparently, our assistant GM, Ian Cunningham, actually turned down GM offers from the Cardinals. We're going to go over three free agent wide receiver targets I would like to see the Bears go after. We'll get into all that and more, plus the mailbag, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So it's Friday, so that means it's the mailbag episode. Before we get into the mailbag, we got a couple of pieces of news to break down. Nothing too big, but so it looks like the Bears have requested to interview our, a former player, but the, the current commander's DB coach and Chris Harris. This is after we've also requested to interview a Green Bay Packers defensive backs coach, uh, Jerry Gray. So what does this mean? This means that the Bears are clearly on the lookout for a defensive coach. Now, you know, considering our secondary and defensive backs and some of the kind of youth there, it kind of makes sense, but it definitely seems like the Bears have a focus on trying to bring in a defensive back coach to this team, going out and requesting interviews from other teams. So it is something to monitor going forward. Nothing too major there, but I did want to mention it because we are the number one place for everything Chicago Bears related. So I want to keep you guys updated on every bit of Chicago Bear news. Next piece of news. So it turns out that our assistant GM, Ian Cunningham, actually turned down an offer from the Arizona Cardinals. But as I said yesterday, do not be surprised if he, if Ian Cunningham, this may be his last season. The next time there's a round of GM vacancies, Ian Cunningham is going to be the number one on the list for a lot of teams, um, just with the parent and what's going on here. So it seems like it's it's already written that at some point Ian Cunningham is going to go and move move on somewhere else to become another team's actual GM. But to have him in the building here, he wants to be here. Uh, Ryan Poles, it was his very first hire. So it all makes sense. But, you know, just, again, something to monitor and kind of look out for um, as it goes forward and what this could mean for the Chicago Bears. And apparently this means we have a hell of an assistant GM in Ian Cunningham since so many teams are after him. And let's hope that he's going to be a big part as well as decision-making in this offseason as the Bears look to drastically improve our roster this offseason. Now, last thing, just fun. I want to talk about three wide receiver targets that I would like to see the Chicago Bears go after um, in this upcoming free agency. As we know, we need more weapons for Justin Fields. These ones aren't going to be too too expensive. So the first one I want to bring up is one that C-Dub has talked a lot about. That's DJ Shark. Um, and so he's 6'4", 205 pounds. Uh, he, he brings a lot, could bring a lot to this team that we need. He's He has the seventh best average of yards per reception at 16.7. He's the fourth best average distance of target at 15.4 yards in the league and that's an indication of just how much of a deep threat 
he could be for the Chicago Bears. Now, we already know Chase Claypool came in as a potential person who could take the top off the defense. Shark is definitely another one of those, someone who could come in. And Shark also signed a 10-year prove-it deal, one-year prove-it deal with Detroit, and he could be on the cheaper end of that since, according to the statistics, he didn't necessarily prove it in a major way. I think the Bears could get him for around $8 million annually, which wouldn't cut too much into our cap space. He's a player that I definitely hope the Bears take a look at this offseason if improving the wide receiver core, which I've already told you guys. Don't be surprised if not any major deals come at that wide receiver position if the Bears drastically improve that offensive line. But again, I want to talk about it because we do need to get Justin Fields some more weapons. He could be one of them. Another one that I want to bring in that's very different from Shark is Jacoby Myers. Now, this is a player that could bring in he would make more sense of a target for the Chicago Bears, in my opinion, because he brings something that we don't have. He, he doesn't have the speed to take the tops off defenses, but he operates as an amazing slot receiver for the teams and has an amazing ability to run routes. So when you look at pairing him with Darnell Mooney, with Chase Claypool, we already know Equinami is St. Brown is coming back as well. Valius Jones and whatever he ends up being and or whether he ends up being an impact player for the Chicago Bears or not next season. Jacoby Myers is another player that could do that. He's entered the league. He was an undrafted rookie in 2019. He's put over 800 yards um, in the two previous seasons, and it probably would have been over 1,000 yards this season if it wasn't for him missing three games. He's a great pass catcher. Um, he, 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 uh, he, he's a nice safety blanket or could be for Justin Fields in that slot position. Um, so, and he's in the, he's, right outside the top 20 in the league with over two yards of separation per target. So again, there's a lot of room of growth in his game, and I do think that he's a player that could bring in. No, he's not going to be a number one. He's not even a true number two, but he can come in as a great slot receiver and safety blanket for Justin Fields. To add to that, what Cole Komet also is as a safety blanket for Justin Fields as well. Jacoby Myers, another player that wouldn't necessarily garner a huge amount in free agency, you wouldn't think. He's definitely a target that the Chicago Bears could look to target in this upcoming free agency. The last one I want to bring up is Alan Lazard. Now, this is a player he played for the uh, Packers. He's He was one of their most consistent threats. Now, he's going to be a little bit more expensive. He had 100 targets last season, leading the Green Bay Packers in targets um, and receiving yards at 788, and he had 17 uh, first down catches last season, um, or sorry, 17 more first down catches than the next closest player to him again he's six foot five 227 he'll offer a really big target for Justin Fields a player that could um ex using that huge frame to box out could be a target and he's one of the better run blocking wide receivers in the league as well which could be very intriguing for the Chicago Bears as we have a very potent running attack so again just three wide receiver targets that the Bears could look to bring in not necessarily saying they're going to be high on their board but those are three uh, wide receiver free agents that I would love for the Bears to take a look at. But my overall list of top five free agents is going to be releasing later on today to follow up with C-Dub and Bobby have done this week. I'll bring my top five free agent targets for the Chicago Bears later on today. But that's it for my talking today. Well, to a degree, let's go ahead and get into the voicemails. This is a mailbag episode overall. And the first one we're getting to is from Rory. Hey, what's up, man? It's your boy Rory again. Love the last video. I just watched it. Hey, um... Hey, man, about the Bryce Young thing, man, he is small, man. You know, not not taking anything away from his talent or anything like that. But as far as, they, you know, just talk about, you know, trading Justin Fields for Bryce Young. Are you crazy? I mean, you got to be crazy, man. I'm saying folks got to do that to, you know, like, you know, spice it up, you know what I'm saying, make the, 
you know, the number one um, pick more intriguing, you know, for people to know to go after. I understand that. That's strategy. But um, no way in the world would I do that, man. Because you got to give Justin Fields, you know, the, the proper respect, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you got to give him give him a, a real chance to evaluate him, man, because you look at it. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have no weapons to throw to, a horrible offensive line, and he still made fast, you know, slash uh, plays. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how can he know you evaluate him as as a passer when when the snap every time he's stepping the ball, he's running for his life, he's getting sacked. And that statistic that you uh, said about how many times he he's been sacked, man, that's crazy, dude. And compared to um to Patrick Mahomes as his whole career, man, that's that's crazy. I mean, and we still know talking about trading Justin Fields, and he still kept games close with some of the best teams in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Just with his legs. I mean, give, like I said, if he had a, a better offensive line and he had some weapons, we'd be talking totally different from now. They wouldn't be thinking about, you know, trading Justin Fields for, for any Bryce Young or uh, C.J. Stroud, anybody, man. Come on, man. You know, Justin Fields is more talented than both of them. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I understand it's a, a strategy move that Pose is doing. But, man, ain't no way in the world you're going to sit there and tell me that, you know, we're going to just give up on, on, on Justin Fields and just, just trade him away like that, man. This man was taking hits and all that. I understand sometimes you do hold on to the ball a little bit too long, but, you know, that, that comes along with, you know, you know, growing up out of that. You know what I'm saying? He can develop that. But as far as, man, his talent and his athleticism, man, come on, man. That, that, that's, that's undeniable, man. We can't do that to him, man. You got to give that man a fair chance with weapons and a better offensive line and a better defensive line. Then we can know correctly evaluate him. That's it. You, you let me know what you think, Hayes. All right, Rory, following up on a lot of the conversation around that first round pick, you know, the conversation, I even had a video on it last week or the week before on, you know, the decision between Bryce uh, Young and Justin Fields, the fact that there were some rumors that, hey, maybe the Bears would look to possibly draft a quarterback. Again, I even said it on that video. It's all positioning. It's all posturing. That's all it really is. I don't ever think there was really anything to it. This team isn't moving on from Justin Fields, and I don't think they should. Now, one of the best parts of Rory's voicemail that I want to spend most of my time talking about is how hard it's been to evaluate Justin Fields as a passer due to the pressure that was on him this season. And by that, I don't mean the pressure as far as um, to perform. I mean the pressure literally from the defense because the offensive line let Justin Fields get sacked 55 times this season. So it definitely makes it hard to evaluate where Justin Fields sits as a passer when you when you when he's been sacked that many times. Now, the little bit that we can have, does Justin Fields hold on to the ball too long in certain situations? Yes. You, you can't overlook that. You can't throw him any bell on that. That that is something. But also the offensive line didn't really do him very many favors. You know, every some people blame it all on the offensive line. It's really a combination between the two, but I do think Justin Fields' ability um, to get the ball off a little bit quicker is going to help when he's more confident in that offensive line, which I know may seem like it's kind of, it doesn't make sense, but you know, it, it's football. It is what it is. Um, But I do think that all jokes aside that, you know, with an improved offensive line that can protect Justin Fields better, um, that just, you know, puts, put, uh, puts him in a better situation to go through his progressions. One of the things with quarterbacks in the NFL is yes, you want them to be able to get the ball off, make those quick decisions, but he's a very young player, so he's going to need that time to go through those progressions. And I think a season where he's not being pressured a lot, a season where he's not being sacked a lot, it'll allow him more of that time to go through those progressions, and then he can get quicker on them. So, yeah, it's been very hard to really evaluate Justin Fields as a passer in the NFL, in my opinion. 
just to be fair and put everything all in perspective there. And hopefully uh, we're going to see uh, that offensive line improve drastically this offseason. And, uh, and that, that then we can have a season of really evaluating Justin Fields, not only as a game manager, not only as a franchise quarterback, but also just in, in, in where his passing game can go. And so I think really the sky's the limit for Justin Fields and his ability to be a passer in the NFL. Um, in the games that we did see him get less pressure on, he did perform better as a passer. So I definitely think there's a there's a lot to you know look forward to in that area for Justin Fields. But that is going to be you know kind of moving into the next season where I think the evaluation for Justin Fields. We know he's a playmaker. We know he can run the ball. We know he can make the big plays. It's really going to be all next season evaluating him as a passer, and hopefully he has the improved weapons and the improved offensive line to really make that picture a little bit more clear as we continue to build out this team, and hopefully at some point, per Kevin Warren's uh, comments, is to be that championship, to bring Super Bowls into that into this building and into this franchise. So we'll continue to monitor that, see what it looks like for Justin Fields going forward. All right, this next voicemail, this one's from the 954. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, um, I don't know why these, all these guys talking about great Fields and this and that. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm on the, the side of keep Fields and you know, get as much as we can get for the draft pick. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, we do need an uh, offensive line, defensive line, you know. And But my thing is, like, for receiver, yeah, D. Hopkins sounds nice, but, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of T. Higgins, man. I'm, if we can, you know, trade the pick and get some extra picks and, you know, try to possibly get Higgins, and then, you know, I mean, next year, I'm a big fan of Marvin Harrison also, man, so... You know, next year we try one of these teams get their first round pick for next year. Grab Marvin Harrison, then you know, looking good for the future. Because it's like for me, you know, I I, I liken it to the to the Tua situation or even the the Josh Allen situation. All these guys got they and even um uh, I can't I can't think of it. Jalen Hurts. You know, all these guys got they really their weapons in the third in their third season. You see the step in it. Look at Tua. He was playing at down there MVP level. Hurts MVP. You know what I'm saying? Look at Josh Alloway. He got uh, the guy, I can't think of his name, they, you know, started looking like a real actual NFL quarterback. So, we about to go in third, in, in field third season now. So, you know, get him his, his weapon. Get him an offensive line. Hopefully we can get the wrong pain and, you know, pair him with Jalen Carter or, or Will Anderson. Well, I personally like Will Anderson better, but, you know, put some guys around them, get decent linebackers. We good. Now we're going to take that next step for the third season, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I just wanted to put my little two cents in, man. Bear down. Love the show. Keep doing your thing, brother. And kind of picking back up on also the trading just – He's not gonna not gonna be traded. Justin Fields isn't gonna be traded. Uh, if something crazy does happen, then it, something crazy happens. But um, but the point that you said, uh, T. Higgins over D. Hop. Um, I understand that. I do think it'll take more to get T. Higgins, and I think that's where I I would rather bring in D. Hop than T. Higgins because I do think T. Higgins is just gonna take generally more assets to bring in. We're trying to keep most of our assets, add assets. So that's kind of where I come up with that. I love T. Higgins and just raw as a player. If all things were even. I would prefer T. Higgins over D-Hop, but, you know, again, if it came down to one or the other, I think D-Hop, even with the more money uh, possibly, I think he offers you to, to kind of a, a clearer timeline, right? You add him to this team, he fits in. Uh, it won't be super long for this team, even with the money. You don't have really, hopefully, any long-term money wrapped up in a, in a case like that, but then you don't also take as many assets away as this team has a lot of holes and positions that they need to fill. And then as far as, Marvin Harrison Jr. as a potential pickup 
next season in the draft. Here's the Marvin Harrison Jr. is a player that C-Dub, and we're all high on here. I just, you know, it really depends on where the Bears pick next season. Hopefully our own pick is too good to be in the area of Marvin Harrison Jr., but you never know, to your point, if the Bears do get a future first um, by trading down, which would be great, and that future first ends up being a higher pick and the Bears can draft Marvin Harrison Jr., I would love that on this team. When you Then you look at, uh, you know, whatever else they do this offseason, you have Darnell Mooney, possibly Chase uh, uh, Claypool, and Marvin Harrison Jr. Hey, listen, that is a wide receiver core with a, with a better offensive line, and hopefully at that point we know what the offensive line is and it's improved. That's a wide receiver core that could be dangerous, not just for now, but for years and years to come. And you look at fitting that timeline. Marvin Harrison Jr. literally next year's draft, unless something crazy happens, is literally the pick that I would dream for for the Chicago Bears. Just don't know how realistic it is. We don't know where he's going to fall at. Way too far in advance to really even know what that picture is going to look like, but I would love Marvin Harrison Jr. on this team. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for today. This is another one from Rory as well, and he leaves this. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, this is again. Hey, man, you know, I was just thinking, hey, what if Pose, you know what I'm saying? Because he has, like I said, he controls the draft. Um, He just loads this team with, with talent. You know what I'm saying? Give it a complete overhaul, a complete facelift, defensively and offensively, right? And we get all this talent, you know what I'm saying, on offense and defense. Now, after a couple of seasons, we're still seeing the same thing for us, like, you know, we're not winning games. Because I know it's probably going to take a couple of years to get some, you know, to get, get these guys, you know, acclimated with some chemistry, you know what I'm saying, and working together, you know, to jail. But if we're still seeing the same losing record, you know what I'm saying, with all the talent and offense and defense, and Pose just load us up on both sides, bro, that's not, to me, that's not the players anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because we got the talent. You know what I'm saying? That's reflecting on the coaching. You know what I'm saying? So my question is, so after a couple of seasons and we're still seeing the same losing record with all the talent on offense and defense, so who, I mean, it's time to look for another offensive coordinator or another defensive coordinator because to be honest with you, man, I'm not sold on Allen Williams. You know what I'm saying? Even when we had Roquan and we had Robert Quinn, we still were losing games. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sold on that guy, man. I believe, you know what I'm saying, we can do better with another, you know, defensive coordinator because I'm not sold on him, man. I think we can do a lot better with another defensive coordinator. And I'm just really want, I'm just like eager to see, you know, if, if Pose, you know, add that, that talent on the defense. I mean, really beef it up real good and address that front seven. I think our secondary is straight with them young players, you know, Briscoe and Eddie Jackson, Eddie Jackson. And um, Kyler Gordon, there, man, I think the secondary is pretty solid. But if he really adds that, like we, you know, get uh, Deron Payne and you know Anderson or whatever, you know what I'm saying, and really, you know, get get the players that we need, man. And we don't see no 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 progression with on that defense, man. It's time to get rid of Al, I mean Allen Williams, man. Seriously, because like I said, the guy he yeah he, he did not he did not impress me at all. So man, Hayes, man, you let me know what you think, man. Um and like I said, you know, even maybe even Ibrahimovic might be on the hot seat too as well. You think about it, you know what I'm saying? Cuz he is the head coach. So after a couple of seasons and we got the talent post like, huh? I gave you talent on both sides. You know, what 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 are you guys doing? Cuz now now like I said, it's not the players after a couple of seasons, it's a reflection on coaching. That that that's the on the play callers. You know what I'm saying? Cause the players are only going out there executing what the play callers 
a calling. You know what I'm saying? All right, so he brings in an interesting conversation. What if Ryan Pose loads this team with talent and we still don't win? If that happens, if we have surefire talent on this team and a lot of those holes and we just can't seem to get over the hump, I don't know if next season is going to be, like even if, if Pose does add a lot of talent to this uh, team next season and for some reason we underperform or don't quite win at the level that we would hope that we would think at, I don't think any wholesale changes with the coaching staff are going to happen just off that. Now it could. Allen Williams, you're not being sold on Allen Williams as a defensive coordinator. I'm right there with you. I, you know, I, I think it's it's sometimes it's easy to forget that it's we have a first time head coach, first time uh, coordinator. So it, it kind of is what it is there. You want to see them grow and develop as well. But I'll tell you this, I'm not quite as sold on it, but I do also know that we were at a talent deficit. So much like evaluating everything else on this team, it's going to be hard to evaluate um, until we get some talent and just see how these coordinators do. But I don't think Allen Williams is necessarily absolved, especially if this team isn't. Like, it's either going to be the head coach or it's going to be co- uh, coordinators' heads are going to roll if this team, if they pay a lot of money, if they load this team up with talent and we just aren't performing. Oh, you just, it's heads are going to roll at some point. I just don't know if it happens by the end of next season as we still are lo- learning to win and things like that. I think that this front office, Kevin Warren, Ryan Poles, everything that came in, I think, yes, they want to win as quick as possible, but they want to do so sustaining a kind of, for Chicago fans, this may be a buzzword, but continuity in some, and I think they're going to give it some time to really see and let these pieces grow and develop together, both the coordinators, the players on the field, things like that, before any type of those decisions are made. But you never know. You just never know. Um, But yeah, Allen Williams, Luke Getze, while they both have shown flashes, um, I'm not quite like 100% sold on them to where I'm just like, oh, they have to be the offensive coordinators here for years and years to come. It's a it's a continuing process with me evaluating them. So that's kind of where I sit on that. You guys can let me know what you guys think on everything down below. But that is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. I told you guys I will be dropping another video today on my top five free agent targets overall for the Chicago Bears in this upcoming free agency. But otherwise, you can follow the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. Like I like to end every episode on. Bear down. Love you guys, man. Peace, y'all. See you guys on Sunday with the team. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 media. media.